welcome back to the Northeast Newscast. On this week's episode, we're at the Northeast branch of the Kansas City Public Library sitting down with Samantha Edwards, who is here to make all your summer reading dreams come true. <laughs> Thanks for joining me. I'm glad to be here. So tell us a little bit about your position here and what you do at the library. So my position is Youth and Family Engagement Librarian, and basically my job here at the Northeast Branch is to take care of all things youth-related. So part of my job description is to provide programming, so engaging or um, needs-based programming for kids 0 to 13. I do story time, I do STEAM activities, all that fun stuff, um, hands-on things that engage kids outside of the structured learning environment of school. I also um, keep track of our uh, youth collection of books, DVDs, all that stuff, kind of keep an eye on it. Keep it clean, keep it pretty. Um, any kids who come into the library and have questions, they can come to me. Obviously, they can come to any of the staff, but um, I have the like specialty angle of <laughs> being youth-focused, and um, I also just keep up on different um, child developmental needs and kind of try to incorporate that into the library services that we have. That's fantastic. And, you know, if anybody's been to the renovated Northeast branch, they've probably seen your face. Yes. <laughs> it's such a cool space now. I mean, the updates, you know, mm -hmm. it's a really cool looking building, but also just the additional resources that are here now. Yes, yes. Um, the remodel is it's lovely. The colors are beautiful. The light is so bright. I really love that they put the children's area onto the other side of the building. So now kids can watch the trains as they're hanging out in the kid area. All of the furniture is interactive and it's comfortable and it's clean. Um, and they did add a new department to our building. We have our Refugee and Immigrant Services and Empowerment Department, RISE, here, which is wonderful because you know the majority of the population they're working with is here in our service area. So it's been great to have their expertise just on hand whenever we need it. Absolutely, and something you hear a lot in this neighborhood is that this branch of the library is so much more than a place to find books. You know, mm -hmm. people come here to get access to the internet. Yeah. They come in here to cool off, to charge their phones, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Are you um, doing the children's meals again this summer? Yeah, so we do Kids Cafe through Harvesters. Um, we pretty much do it all year round. There's two separate programs through the Harvesters program. So there's the school year one and then the summer one. Um, so we just do both of them. So pretty much all year. So right now we are serving um, a free nutritious meal that acts as a meal replacement. Um, and we're serving that from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Monday through Friday. That's great. Yeah. It's, um, it used to be something, you know, some branches did and some didn't. And then I think we started to see the value in having that at every single branch. So pretty much all of the neighborhood branches serve Kids Cafe now. Absolutely. Especially when you think about, you know, 100% of the kids that attend KCPS qualify for the free and reduced lunch yeah. program. I mean, that's definitely mm -hmm. prevalent here in the neighborhood. Yeah. People are looking for food. It's a need. And I also think... We think of food as like an extra when it comes to like fun activities. It's like a bonus, but to me, it's it's a need, right? If a kid shows up and they're hungry, they're not going to be able to have fun and learn and engage with what you're doing. So, food's important. How long have you worked here? I worked at this branch since September of 2018. 
And then I've worked for the Kansas City Public Library since June of 2017. So that's my five-year work anniversary. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) What made you want to become a librarian? And were you focused on, you know, youth librarian from the beginning? Yeah, I was definitely focused on youth librarian from the beginning because when I was setting out to go to college, I initially was um, going to art school and I wanted to be a children's book um, illustrator and author. And that's still like the dream and I still work on that in my free time. But then after college, I realized I don't, I don't want to go do a corporate job. I don't want to go, like if I could get an art job somewhere, I wouldn't you know, want to do anything other than my projects. So I was looking for jobs where I could be engaged with art and be engaged with kids and with informal learning. Um, or just learning period. And so initially I thought I could be an art teacher. Um, But then while I was in college, I started working at the University of Missouri's um, library, Ellis Library. And while it's an academic library, I I got a good understanding of like how libraries function and kind of some of the challenges that come with working in a library. And I loved it. And so once I graduated, I had some really great um, friends at the circulation desk who convinced me to apply to grad school for library sciences. And the rest is history. I knew from the beginning though, youth services for sure. That's awesome. And you still have the opportunity to do a ton of creative projects here. I mean, you were just showing me the comic books that the kids made, you know, over the past year. Projects like that, how does that keep you, you know, kind of engaged in the arts? Um, So I myself am a comic book artist. Um, I have one published graphic novel currently out and it's for kids at the ages where I'm, I'm programming. So it's really great to be able to tie all those things together. Um, kids are so engaged with comics right now too, and they're just so excited by them. And so it's, it's like a double whammy of, I get to listen to kids talk about comics and see the kinds of things they're making. And it's almost like free research that I get to do um, for my own work. And then on the flip side, I'm engaging them in literacy and um, encouraging reading and writing, which of course fits the library's mission. So it's great. That's fantastic. And such a great way to teach kids how to put together a story. Mm -hmm. You know, comics have to be concise. Yes. They have to be, you know, in a specific order, make sense. Mm -hmm. And then the illustrations that go along with the words to just kind of pull it all together and keep people interested. Yeah. And I think it kind of clicks differently than just writing does. I think maybe it's something to do with like how many cartoons they're watching or I don't know, but something about like cartoons paired with words just seems to click a little bit more for the younger kids. So it's a great way to introduce them kind of to the world of storytelling. Cool. And so, you know, a huge thing that was happening across the city, but they had a lot of events in Northeast was the remake learning days. Mm -hmm. And a couple of those events got to happen here. You know, how, how exciting was it to kind of see that citywide thing be brought to Northeast? Um, it was a, it was great. I, you know, the Remake Learning Days reached out to us and asked the library to be the like coordinator of the events in the Northeast, which I was so excited for because not only did I get an excuse to host some awesome events here, but it was a great reason to reach out to some community partners and make some connections that maybe I hadn't had before, especially after two years of not yeah. being able to do things. Um, and then to also bring in, so we had Scraps KC come in and provide a makerspace here, which was really fun. Um, because it was nice to have someone other than me come in and do a, a program because it kind of gave me a little vision of the future of, you know, someday I would love to have just programs constantly going on in there from all sorts of community partners. 
That's great. And I, I love your little program room over here. It's amazing. It's so cool. You know, it's mostly windows for mm -hmm. those people who haven't seen it. Walking in there, you get to cross um, a huge screen that shows you pictures of murals all over Northeast Kansas City, which since we've moved, we have one on our building now by Zach Lehman. Yes. I just love being there and having that as a focal point yeah. in our you know daily life. But that dedicated space to creativity, how important is that to a library? Oh, it's so important. Having a space where you can get a little messy and experiment and it kind of removes you out of the library environment, which I think encourages more like a little bit more hushed, a little bit more careful, you know, books you have to be careful with. Not that we're like, you know, super strict about that, but I think once you walk into that room and you see the hard floors and the tables and the sink, you know, like, okay, I'm about to make a mess. I'm about to create something. And so having a dedicated space for that, I think also speaks to just all the programming we had been doing up to that point before the remodel. And yeah, I think they also, um, the library listened to a lot of community feedback about wanting a place to make art because that's so important to this community. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the summer reading program, you know, keeping mm -hmm. kids engaged in reading outside of the classroom. Yeah. Um, so summer reading obviously is like a legacy program that's been in libraries forever. I remember doing it when I was a little kid. <laughs> Same. Um, I think it's just so important to make reading fun. And I think, especially when kids are in school, it's a great opportunity to say, hey, you're not in school anymore, but you know you can still enjoy reading and, and you're not having to read what your teachers are telling you to read. You get to pick whatever you want and you can still you know, make that learning opportunity more of like an independent um, self fulfilled kind of thing. You know, kids are picking their books, they're reading what they want, and then there's a prize at the end of the, the tunnel there. So um, I think it's just, it's important because it's engaging and it's important because it makes reading really fun. And I think that's a really important part of loving reading for the rest of your life. Absolutely. And it's an opportunity for parents, you know, a free activity yeah. that their kids get to participate in. Um, kind of something to be proud of of themselves when they get to the end. Yeah, there's so much um, pride once you finish. Like when you bring that reading log in with your five books on it and <laughs> trade it in for your cool prize, whatever it is this year, we have the little journals. Um, I think there's this sense of just satisfaction and accomplishment at the end of that, which is such a great boost for kids, especially if they're a struggling learner or a struggling reader. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Tell me about the kids you work with. What are they like? They're amazing. I love them. Oh my gosh. Um, Northeast kids are funny and smart and I mean, they're, they're, they're just kids and you, you, you see on like statistics that they have things thrown at them, right? Like challenges in this neighborhood. But when you talk to them, they're just these like wise, funny, interesting people who they just want to learn and they want to be kids. And I think that I love being able to make a space for them where when they walk in the doors, it doesn't matter what their home life's like. It doesn't matter what just happened at school. They can just be a kid and enjoy something that they like and not have to think about what their teachers want or what their parents want or, you know, maybe that they have to watch over their siblings. They just get to walk in and be a kid and enjoy their own thing. So. Do you see a lot of regulars? Like, do you get to watch them grow up? Yes, I do. It was a real shock <laughs> after two years of being, you know, basically 
basically cl- not closed, but kind of you know shut down in various states. Um, a lot of my my kiddos, especially from story time, they all grew up and they're in school now. I'm so sad. I mean, I'm happy for them, but sad that I don't have that core story time group anymore because they were all babies before. Um, but yeah, it's been really great. I have a few families who they're just they're regulars. They come in. I get to watch new babies come into the family. I get to. Um, see siblings go into new grades and it's it's fantastic it's time to take a break to thank our sponsors Shamika's online market in Delhi, offering catering and nationwide shipping at shamikasonline.com. Find their new deli at 16th and Swift in North Kansas City. Shamika's, where customers become friends and friends become family. From classics to campers, hot rods to hoopties, Seaberg Muffler, your exhaust headquarters since 1974. Armor Road in Burlington in North Kansas City, Missouri. And now back to the newscast. So what ages does the youth librarian work with? So um, I specifically work with babies up to middle school age. Um, And then I I will help out with teen activities now and then, but that's a little bit outside of my job description. So yeah, the uh, elementary age kids especially are my specialty. Um, So I do a lot of of hands-on activities for kids in the like six to 13 range. That's great. And I know um, when Amanda gave me a tour of the library mm-hmm. right after you opened this location back up, um, we talked a lot about providing books in different languages. Do you provide yeah. children's books, you know, in a variety of languages as well? Yeah. So when we um, closed for remodel, we got, when we reopened, we got an entirely new collection of children's books, which is great because it's super curated. There's um, a ton of diversity and representation, which is great. Um, and then we also do have a a uh, smaller collection of books in different languages, mostly in Spanish for now, but they have been adding more, um, some in Arabic, Vietnamese, um, some Somali language books. So it's been really cool seeing that collection grow. And if anyone ever comes into the library and wants to see it, I know I can point you right to it. <laughs> That's awesome. Especially having rise in the building. It seems like, mm-hmm. you know, this is kind of the place to go yeah. if you need any sort of resource, you know, yeah. just a place to start. Yeah. Just a place to hang out. <laughs> hopefully the synergy of RISE hosting those adult you know, language services and then, then bringing kids along. We have the books for them to be able to go home and have a successful you know, reading story time with their kids. That's great. You know, now that the library doesn't have as many COVID restrictions, what programs are we starting? You know, what can we see going on this summer? Um, So this is the first year in a while that we've had in-person events inside the building. Last summer, we were pretty much all outside, um, thanks to a a grant from the Hall Family Foundation. Um, So this, yeah, we're inside, we're doing hands-on, in-person programming. Um, Masking is optional now. So... Um, and you can come in and spend a little bit more time here before if we did do programming inside, it was like a quick, like drop in, hop out kind of thing. Um, we are still continuing a lot of things that we started in, in COVID, for instance, our activity kits, so the take home kits, um, we're continuing those, even though we're doing in person, you can, um, take a kit home with you still, cause those have been really popular. That's great. And I feel like a lot of people who maybe don't make it over to this side mm-hmm. of Northeast very often 
get to see you guys at the park every Friday. Oh, yes. We have um, our lovely outreach team, um, youth team, who have been um, just posting up at various parks throughout the city. And the one closest to us at the concourse, or at the concourse. And they're there on Fridays from 3 to 6, I believe. And I just went and visited them the other day while they were there. And it looked like a blast. They had crafts out. They had books they were giving away. You can get signed up for summer reading if you're over like on the western end of Northeast. Um, it looked like they were just uh, hosting a lot of Splash Park attendees. <laughs> yeah, so, when I was driving yeah. home from work, I there was a line to pick out a free book. You oh, know, great. All, but kids in their swimsuits who had come from playing in the fountain, mm -hmm. I think that's... Yeah. It's, it's the perfect place to be on a Friday afternoon. It is, yeah. It's a good synergy. And it's also nice just to have that point at the other end of the, you know, the avenue. So That's great. When parents bring their kids to the library this summer, what can they kind of expect? You know, what um, activities are available all day long? What are some resources that they can get plugged into? Um, yeah. Both the parents and the children when they come to the library together. Yeah, so summer the summer reading challenge, of course, is for all ages. So um, we're pretty much here. All staff can sign you up for the summer reading challenge, and you can sign up babies all the way up to grown-ups. And we also have prizes for babies up to grown-ups. So I really like that part of summer reading because I like that kids and their adults can both participate. Um, we are spending a lot of time in the children's studios with the doors open. We have um, some video games out a lot if so kids can come in and play some video games. Anytime you come in and we're in there you can just like count on being able to color or make some um, drawings or grabbing some art supplies. Um, we're always passing out our take-home kits. We'll be having take-home kits available for three age groups, babies, kids, and teens. And um, each month we'll come out with a new one for June, July, and August. And so you can always come in and get those while supplies last. We have, we have a ton, so please come in and grab some. Nice. Um, <laughs> some things. Of course, we have Kids Cafe every single day of the weekday. And... Oh, we have um, our World Refugee World Refugee Day celebration coming up soon. So on June 18th from 10 to 2, I believe, we're going to have all sorts of activities, um, food vendors, community partners, everybody, crafts, everything, um, entertainment, all happening to celebrate refugees in our community. Um, That's always a fun event. Yeah, it's such a great event, and it's going to be even bigger probably this year. And then we also have Mad Science coming in on the 23rd of oh, June. Nice. And they're going to bring like Tesla coils and different electricity items. And so kids can play with static electricity. That's great. Super yeah. exciting. Lots of things going on this summer. Yes, yeah, summer is always very, a lot of activity, a lot of movement. So what's the, the take-home kit for this month? The take-home kit for this month. So for teens, we have a make-your-own sticker kit. So it comes with some vinyl you can draw on and then cut out your own stickers. Nice. And then for um, elementary-aged kids, we have a create-your-own jigsaw puzzle. So there's a blank puzzle, and you can color it and then break it apart. Cool. And then for um, younger kids, we have bubble painting. So you can mix <laughs> soap and paint and create bubble paintings that way. How fun. I, yeah. The one that I got to hear about from some of my neighbors was the slime that they came here and did. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that was part of Remake Learning Days. We had Slime Lab. And I, like, last second decided I'm going to create these, like, recipe cards that kids can <laughs> fill out to create their own recipes for slimes. And it was such a big hit. Um, so they got to name their slime and then pick the colors and the glitter 
together and the mix-ins. And then at the end, each kid had this like different unique slime. It was super fun. Oh my gosh. Sounds crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was wild. Um, a lot of them were begging me to make like more. And so I had to cap it off at like three slimes and that was the <laughs> most you can make. And we had plenty of supplies though. So it turned out really great. Oh, fun. Yeah. Well, that's a lot going on this summer at the library. Um, and then of course the normal stuff, the, yes. the books, the internet, you know, yeah. Computers. Um, we are, we have our hotspot, um, initiative right now where you can check out a hotspot or put one on hold. We have obviously all of our eBooks, all of our online resources. We have tech access here twice a week. I can't remember the exact hours, but we have tech, tech access here who can provide support for like mobile devices and computers. We always have like our community boards and our table with all sorts of flyers and resources if anybody needs them. So nice. And we are sitting in a gorgeous room, the meeting room. Mm -hmm. um, is this available to rent out? Yes, you can, you can reserve um, our meeting rooms or our study rooms online on kclibrary.org. I believe there's just like a under services, there's a place you can click. Um, or you can always call the Northeast branch and tell them what you need and they can help book the room for you. Nice. It's been so great living in the neighborhood, getting to know all the different librarians, all the services that are mm -hmm. offered here. And now that you're back in your big beautiful space you know they were across the street um for a while next to the price chopper but yeah and it was tiny, worth the wait <laughs> it was it was it was a wild time you know we closed for the remodel thinking we'd be working at different locations i thought i'd be doing a lot of outreach and then a few months in everything shut down <laughs> and i guess it kind of worked out because uh, the remodel just seemed to kind of happen while all that madness was going on and now we have this beautiful building. Very exciting. Yeah. Everybody can stop by the Northeast branch of the Kansas City Public Library, which is 6000 Wilson Avenue, right over here by the Price Chopper. Um, what are your hours? Okay, we're open Monday through Thursday, 9 to 8 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 9 to 5 p.m. And Sunday, 11 to 5 p.m. Great. Yeah. Plenty of opportunities to come out to the library this summer. Yes. Sign up for summer reading. <laughs> And thank you once again to our sponsors, Jamaica's Online Market in Delhi and Seaburg Mufflers. For all our Northeast Newscast episodes, articles, and more, visit northeastnews.net. For the Northeast News, I'm Abby Hoover.